It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. It's the dictionary. Dictionary. Hello, word nerds. Hello, word nerds. How are you doing, word nerds? You are word nerds, and you're here to listen to me, Spencer, talk about some words. The first word in this episode is, oh, uh, quickly, I will say, uh, if you want to follow me on social media, at DictionaryPod on Twitter and Instagram, my personal is at Spijampar. Uh, my personal also has a TikTok account that's mostly dictionary-related short little videos. You can email me, DictionaryPod at gmail.com. Please write a review, rate it five stars, put in some positive words in the review. Uh, share this podcast with everybody. Subscribe to it. Uh, you can call the Google Voice number in the show notes and leave a message, and then I can put it in an episode if you want me to. 917-727-5757. I think I got that number right. Uh, you can buy merchandise for this show. There's a T Public link in the show notes. You can watch this show on YouTube. Go check out my YouTube channel. Uh, the dictionary stuff is just 10 blocks of 10 episodes all into one video uh but i have a whole bunch of other fun videos there as well oh what else uh but join the patreon for as little as one dollar a month gets you early episodes i think at the time of recording i have episodes scheduled like a week in advance a week and a half advance actually so uh you know you want some early episodes go join the patreon Okay, let's talk about the words. The first word is dude, D-U-D-E, first form. You can also say dude if you want to get that Y sound in there. Noun from 1883, one, a man extremely fastidious in dress and manner. The synonym is dandy. I am pretty sure this definition for this word is not really used anymore i can't i can't imagine maybe maybe there's some older people who will use it this way but yeah i I don't think we we really use it this way anymore um you know also i mean yes it's it's saying specifically a man that's that's very genderized um i would i would not be considered a dude in this definition i am not extremely fastidious in the way that I look and my manner, uh, you know, I just I just look okay. I look fine. My clothes are just meh. I mean, right now I got a hole in my pants, which I don't love, but it's fine. I'm not a dandy, I guess, or a dude. Uh, but there's more, of course. Number two, a city dweller, unfamiliar with life on the range. <laughs> okay, especially an Easterner. In the West, I always wondered, you know, we're going to see a related word, uh, which is dude ranch coming up here. So I was like, why do we use the word dude in that context? What's what's with the dude, the dudes on the ranch? What who are they? What are they? Why are they dudes? Um, So, I mean, I guess I would be a dude in that context because I am essentially a city dweller and I am not familiar with the life on the ranch. I don't know how to take care of the animals or the land or live on the land or camp or cook on a fire out there in the in the fields or the 
outsides, you know, those outsides over there under the stars. I don't know how to do that stuff. So I, I am definitely a dude in that way. Um, number three, the synonyms are fellow and guy. And uh, just just any fellow or guy. This is sometimes used informally as a term of address, as in, hey, dude, what's up? That's like, that's just so informal when you're addressing somebody that way. Uh, fellow or guy, just, you know, literally, according to this, literally any person, really, any male, but also really just any person. I mean, fellow and guy can be uh, very... Um, th- th- those those don't have to be men. They can be anybody. Hey, dude, what's up? What are you doing, dude? You know, this has uh, really... I- I'm a little surprised we don't have anything... I guess that number three definition is the closest we're going to get, but, like, this word dude has... has I don't know. There There's some other other ways that it can be used... But, you know, generally, like, yeah, I'll just go, hey, dude, dude, what's up? Dude, it's just it's just part of our vernacular. It's part of my language. I just, I will call anybody a dude. I don't care who you are. You're going to be a dude. It's a very weird word. Dudish is an adjective. Who uses that? Who are we, who are we talking about? The city dweller? The dandy? You're, you're acting so dudish on the ranch because you don't know what you're doing. You uh, you tied up that cow so dudishly, which is an adverb. The origin is unknown for this word. We do not know where it came from. That really bothers me. I want to know. I want to know where dude came from. Hmm. Okay. Well, we have to move on. And I feel like my sound effect. I just want to. I just want to say the word dude. I think that's what I want to do. Duh. <laughs> okay. Sound effect. Dude. And then I'll probably just say it in different ways. The second form of dude is a transitive verb from 1899. Uh, The synonym is dress up. And this is usually used with the word up. So dude up, dress up. When we, we stopped using this. When did we stop using this? A long time ago, probably. It was coined in 1899. We probably stopped using it in 1900. Uh, Dude up. So, yeah, this is more related to the uh, number one definition. A man extremely fastidious in dress and manner. Oh, it's time to go out, go to the bars, go to the restaurants, go to the show. I'm going to dude up. I'm going to dress all fastidious and stuff. Watch out, people. Spencer's duding up. That just sounds weird to me. Dude! Next is Dudeen. D-U-D-E-E-N. Dudeen. Noun from 1841. A short tobacco pipe made of clay. A Dudeen. This is... I think that must be Irish, right? Yes, it looks like that would be Irish. Uh, From their word... Uh, well, there were dude, D-U-D, with an accent on the U, don't know how they would say it. Uh, uh, dude, dude, that's probably how they say it, right? Dude, 
I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that dude. That dude word in Irish just means pipe. So it's a pipe. A dudine. What? How did? Oh, uh, then the the word dude turned into the Irish word dudine, d-u-i-d-i-n, which then got a whole other spelling when it got into English. Dude. Next is dude ranch. Two words, noun from 1921. A vacation resort offering activities, as horseback riding, typical of western ranches. I didn't realize this was a a, a vacation resort, a place where the people from the east could go vacation in the west, similar to western ranches. Ooh, ooh, honey, look, we get to go horseback riding at this dude ranch. I feel like such a dude in my fastidious dress. Hmm. Well, maybe, maybe the people in the West called the people of the East dudes because from their perspective, the people from the East who would come who would come to the West and didn't know anything about life on the ranch, they were probably fastidious in their dress and their manner. They were dandies from the perspective of the people in the West. So maybe they're the ones who uh, coined this word. Not sure, you know, we still don't know where the word came from exactly, but that's uh, that's my guess. So a dude ranch, is it only in the West? Are there dude ranches in the East? Where are the dude ranches is what I want to know. I want to go vacation at a Western ranch. No, I, I don't really... It's a place where the dudes go. <laughs> Silly. I, I guess I thought that it was just um, just a ranch in the West and they called them dude ranches, but no, it's a vacation resort. Dude. Next is dudgeon. Now, there is no N in the middle of this. It is not dungeon, where you put the, the, the criminals, the torturing things. No, this is dudgeon. D-U-D. G-E-O-N, first form, noun from the 15th century, number one is obsolete, and it is a wood used especially for dagger hilts. I've never heard of this wood, this tree. Is it a tree, or is it just the wood from the tree? What's the tree called? I don't know. I don't know anything, but they use it for dagger hilts. I wonder why, how did Dudgeon become specifically used for dagger hilts. That's the part where you hold the dagger. Number 2A is archaic. Uh, By the way, all three of these definitions are either archaic or obsolete, so I guess we just don't use this word anymore at all whatsoever. Goodbye. 2A is archaic. A dagger with a handle of dudgeon. Hmm. Hmm, hmm, hmm. Maybe we need to post a picture on social media of this dudgeon uh, dagger with a with a hilt made of dudgeon. Does it look cool? I hope it does. Probably doesn't. Maybe it just looks like wood. 2B is obsolete. A haft made of dudgeon. And I don't know what a haft is. H-A-F-T. Hmm. Um, maybe it's related to a dagger? I don't know. I'll never know. Dude! The second form of dudgeon, noun from 1573, 
a fit or state of indignation. This is often used in the phrase in high dudgeon. So if you're in high dudgeon, you're in a state of indignation. Who I'm trying to think of how to describe that. Um, I don't know if I can. I just don't know. Maybe I just don't know the word well enough. I feel like I kind of know it in my head, but I don't, maybe not. Maybe not. Indignation. Is it like you, you don't care for something? You don't agree with something? I don't know. I'm not, I don't think that's a, probably the best way to describe it. Uh, in high dudgeon is when you got a bunch of indignation. Hmm. Uh, the origin of this one is unknown. Maybe it somehow came from the word indignation. Seems like maybe a stretch. Oh, there is a synonym. See the word offense. Or is it offense? I don't know which context we would be using. Noun, it's a noun, so it would be offense or offense. I don't know. Hmm, indignation. So you're like, you're on the offensive. Maybe somebody's coming at you and you're like, whoa, hey, uh, don't, don't be coming at me. I guess? No, maybe that would be the defensive. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, there is some separate etymology for the first form of dudgeon, the one with the wood, um, but it's just, you know, Middle English and Anglo-French, and it, it doesn't really describe what it what those words mean, so it's probably just the wood. So I think the second form is unrelated somehow. Somehow. Dude? The next word is the first form of the word do, D-U-E, the beginning of the D-U-E section. Adjective from the 14th century. One, owed or owing as a debt. Uh, so this is how you describe something. Oh, this, this stuff is, is due. It's a due thing because it is owed. Two, A, owed or owing as a natural or moral right, as in, Everyone's right to dissent is due the full the full protection of the Constitution. Everyone's right to dissent, which means everyone has the right to disagree about a thing, uh, that is due the full protection of the Constitution. So I think that means that you are owed that right to to disagree uh, because of the Constitution of America. I assume that's the Constitution we're talking about. The natural or moral right. You have the right to disagree about what I say here in the podcast. Uh, you you may not be right. Uh, you may be wrong. If I'm saying a fact, you can disagree with it. But, you know, f- facts are facts, I think, sometimes, most of the time. By the way, that is a quote from Nat Hentoff. Nat Hentoff. 2B. According to accepted notions or procedures, the synonym is appropriate, as in, with all due respect, with all due respect, all of the respect I'm giving you is appropriate, but I do fully disagree with you. Number three, A, satisfying or capable of satisfying a need, obligation, or duty satisfying a need, obligation, or duty, or capable of satisfying a need, obligation, or duty. The synonym is adequate, as in giving the matter due attention. Adequate attention, you could replace that word. You are satisfying the need 
obligation or duty of the attention that is required. Yeah, 3B, the synonyms are regular and lawful, as in due proof of loss. Regular proof of loss, lawful proof of loss, this definitely seems like something that they would use in the legal world. Four, capable of being attributed. The synonym is, I think you would call it, or you would pronounce it describable, no, ascribable, Capable of being attributed, synonym is ascribable, and this is used with the word to, T-O, as in, this advance is partly due to a few men of genius, which is a quote from A.N. Whitehead. Uh, It is, so this advance is partly attributed to a few men of genius. It is due to them, because of them, because of what they did, uh, the, the, this advance, there's an advance of some kind. I don't know what kind of advance we're talking about. Five, having reached the date at which payment is required. This synonym is payable, as in, the rent is due. Ooh, I may have sent shivers down some of your spines. Uh, when is this airing? The Near the end of May. So, uh, you know, probably for many people... In like a week or two, uh, the, the rent will be due. The date has arrived where you need to pay the rent for the place that you live. Otherwise, you cannot live there anymore. Six, required or expected in the prescribed, normal, or logical course of events. The synonym is scheduled, as in, the train is due at noon. It is scheduled to arrive here at this very station at noon o'clock. Don't be late. You can be early, but you're just going to wait, wait and wait and wait. Hopefully, the train is uh, not late because nobody wants a late train. Uh, it is due to arrive, but it might not arrive at that time. It is, requ- it is required or expected in the prescribed normal or logical course of events. The logical course of events with a train running on a track is that it will arrive at noon. Also, more to the definition, expected to give birth. Oh, when are you due? When is the baby expected to come out of your body in some way? It's, it's expected to come out in uh, three weeks, but uh, could be early, could be late. I was, uh, I was very late. I was like two weeks late. I was expected to be born in August, and I was born in September. Duness is a noun. Uh, this is from, uh, let's see, the, the Anglo-French devere, which means to owe, from the Latin debere, And there's more at the word debt, D-E-B-T. You're owed a thing. Dude. The second form of do is a noun from the 15th century. Uh, This is something due or owed as a something that rightfully belongs to one, as in give him his due. So let's see, something that rightfully belongs to somebody. So... Um, give him his due. He he is owed this thing. He is rightfully owed what? I don't know. Something. Um, but that thing, 
that thing that he is owed, uh, that he deserves, that he has a right to have, that's his due. B, a payment or obligation required by law or custom, and the synonym is debt. C, this one is plural. The synonyms are fees and charges, as in membership dues. If you are in a union of some kind, you will have to pay membership dues, fees, charges, because you owe them. You owe them to the union so they can take care of you in various ways. Dude. The third form of do is an adverb from 1582. Number one, the synonyms are directly and exactly, as in due north, straight up to north or east or south or west or any of the other ones directly in that direction. Due north. You know, that thing is over there. It's due north. I don't know what else to say about that one. Number two, this one is obsolete, and the synonym is duly, D-U-L-Y. I guess we'll learn about that word, that word uh, soonish. Uh, if somebody said, what, what is the word do in the phrase do north? Like adverb, adjective, what is it? And I don't know if I would have been able to come up with that. I think I probably would have said adjective, but it's an adverb because it is done in that direction directly, exactly. See, those help because they have an L-Y. And adverbs often have an L-Y at the end. Um, adverbs are kind of weird. So it's a it's a way to describe how the action is being done. Is that right? Is that right? I think so. So it's like an adjective for verbs. And I guess in this context, maybe north would be the verb? No, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to describe an exact... Anyway, it's uh, if you go in that direction, straight in that direction... You're doing it in a do way. Well, maybe in a duly way, because that, that's a word we don't use anymore. Maybe they used to say duly instead of, maybe they would say duly north instead of do north. But they're like, that word sounds weird. We don't want to use it anymore. Dude. Next is due diligence. Two words. Noun from 1877. One. The care that a reasonable person exercises to avoid harm to other persons or their property. A reasonable person. This very much seems like a thing in the legal world. This is worded in such a way that I think that a lawyer might say something like this. Uh, due diligence. A reasonable person, a reasonable person um, does, does normal things, does what they can. They take care to avoid harm to other people and what those other people own. Due diligence. Uh, why do we use this word this way? Um, is it because those people are owed some sort of diligence? I don't know. It's a little confusing to my brain. Um, but uh, but yes, I hope I hope that everybody is reasonable and that they do their due diligence. And they're taking care of people, or at the very least, they're not causing harm to them. It's not hard to do to not cause harm. It's easy to do your due diligence. Number two, 
research and analysis of a company or organization done in preparation for a business transaction as a corporate merger or purchase of securities. So when companies want to buy another company or when just a a singular company wants to buy another company or multiple companies, uh, they are going to do their due diligence. They're going to look at all of their their financials and all assets and all that kind of stuff to figure out if they really want to buy them or not. I would also add, uh, it, it's is related to number two, but it's not about companies. Um, if you if you just need to research something, anything to to learn more about a thing before you make a decision, that would be your due diligence. It's the same idea as number two, but it doesn't. It's not specifically dealing with companies and corporations. It's, it's you know. If I wanted to do my due diligence on this podcast, maybe I would have done a little bit extra research, but I didn't do that. I just kind of jumped into it. That's fine. Um, yeah. Due diligence. I, I think it is very important to do your due diligence, um, whether you're researching something ahead of time or, or um, you know, if, like if you're traveling and you want to, uh, you know, get an Airbnb or a hotel or something, maybe your due diligence your due diligence would be researching the area of the city that you've never been to to see if it's a neighborhood if you want to stay in or not. Uh, so that would be an example of due diligence. Also, avoid harm to other people and their property. Dude! The next word is the first form of dual. D-U-E-L, noun from the 15th century. One, a combat between two persons. Specifically, a formal combat with weapons fought between two persons in the presence of witnesses. If you're fighting, just just fighting with your friend, your enemy, whoever it is, but there's nobody around, it's not a duel. You gotta have some witnesses to watch it happen. Um, and of course, you know, we, this is, has the, like the D-U prefix. We've seen a few other cases, uh, where this means two. So, uh, a duel, two people fighting in some way. Maybe they got swords. Maybe they got pistols. They do like the 10 paces, turn around and shoot thing. Maybe they just have, um, gloves and they're just smacking their faces. That's the only kind of duel I would want to be in. Uh, number two. A conflict between antagonistic persons, ideas, or forces. Also, a hard-fought contest between two opponents. How is that part different than the first part? I guess in the first definition, it's literally a combat. There's fighting happening. But in the second one, it's just a contest between two opponents. So they might not literally be fighting fisticuffs or whatever stabby things uh no they're just they're just um it's just a contest they're just going against each other and it's it's fun and nobody gets hurt that's also the kind of uh uh duel i would be okay with this is from the middle latin word duellum which is from i guess this is old latin it must be old latin um maybe there that word is duellum it doesn't specifically say uh, and that means war so war in Old Latin was duellum, which became duel. And war is often just between two, two opponents, but 
not always. <laughs> Sometimes a lot of other people get in a war. Uh, but, you know, we're all basing this on two. Two opponents. Duel. John Wick has a great duel. Dude. The second form of duel is a verb from circa 1645. Uh, let's see. You, it looks like you can spell the other forms with one L or two Ls. Dueled and dueling. This is to fight a duel. This is intransitive. To fight a duel. That would be the combat between two persons. Transitive is to encounter in a duel. And who are you encountering? An opponent. And to encounter an opponent in a duel. And that is a very weird way to use that word. You, If you are fighting in a duel, you are dueling. But if you are encountering... A po- how do you use that in a sentence? Oh, I just happened to encounter an opponent while in a duel. Hmm, strange. Unless that's like you're in a duel and then the opponent comes up to you and you have been dueled. Ooh, I dueled you. Dueler is a noun. Also, dualist. That's a noun. Dueler or dualist. Dude. Next is duello. Duello. D-U-E-L-L-O. Duello. Noun from 1588. One. The rules or practice of dueling. Hmm. Had never heard that one before. The rules of a duel are the duello. And then number two, the synonym is just duel. Dude. 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 Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, in that movie Basketball, the two main characters have a whole conversation, and I think they just say the word dude, if I remember correctly. Dude! 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 The last word in this episode is duende. D-U-E-N-D-E. And They Might Be Giants have a song that has the word duende in there. And I can't remember the words off the top of my head, but I think I need to put in a clip. Duende is a noun from 1964. The power to attract through personal magnetism and charm. Whoa. Whoa. The power to attract through personal magnetism and charm. This is fascinating. Uh, I had no idea what this word meant. This is a Spanish word. Uh, I guess it's a Spanish dialect, and it means charm. Uh, It is from, I guess, the regular Spanish word duende, which means ghost or goblin? What? Uh, You know, ghosts and goblins are known for their charm and personal magnetism. Um, It is probably from the phrase duen de casa. That's three words, duen de casa, uh, which is from dueño de casa, which means owner of a house. Oh, this is fascinating. Dueño 
du- yeah, Dueño de Casa, owner of a house, which got shortened to Duende. Duende. So they got rid of the Casa part. And, you know, if there's a ghost, it might be hanging out in a house. So they're kind of, they're like the previous owner of a house. How that turned into charm and personal magnetism, I am so confused by that, but it's fascinating. This is a great word. Duende. Duende. Huh. I don't think I have any duende. All right, let's reread the words and pick a word of the episode. We had dude, dude, dudeen, dude ranch, dudgeon, dudgeon, do, 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 due diligence, duel, 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 no, do, nope, yep, wait, where'd it go? Duello and duende. Hmm. Well, I was thinking about picking due diligence because I think it is really, 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 really important to do your due diligence. I don't always think about doing it, but I highly recommend that you just do your due diligence. Very important. Uh, But I think I have to pick... Also, dude. I mean, I just love that word, dude. Uh, But I think I have to pick duende. Uh, A latecomer to this episode was an unexpected... Uh, Duende, I think, will be the word of the episode because I just find it fascinating... The etymology is fascinating. The definition is fascinating. Duende. Spencer has no duende. But maybe when he's singing this song, he's got a little duende. Is Spencer a ghost? Maybe someday. Someday Spencer will be a ghost. Because he's the owner of a casa. That's going to be it for this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, yes. And until next time, this is Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye.